Hello, and welcome to today's podcast. My name is Colin Hessler. I'm here today with Carlos Gomez. Hola, hola, hola. And Tadeo Gasparetto. Hello, everyone. Tadeo, can you be so nice or so kind and tell us what today's paper is about? Sure. The title of the paper of today is The Video Assistant Referee Neocolonially of Power Fan Negative Reactions to VAR in the 2018 FIFA Men's World Cup. So this paper has two authors, Renan Peterson Wagner from Leeds Beckett University and Jan-André Lee Ludwigsen from Liverpool John Moores University. So as the title says, the paper is discussing the reaction of fans about this new technology that has been recently introduced on football. So, Cornel, go ahead. Yes, so I was the one choosing the paper for today, and I chose this paper because I thought the title was really interesting. I was always interested how supporters or fans perceive VAR, what they think about it, and here they look at this neo-colonial perspective, which is additionally interesting. So first, what they say is that football has a real role let's say for for supporter culture so it's not only the, a game that you watch you also combine it with your culture and you see it as that so this is why you really think hard about new changes and the VAR is something that for many supporters might be controversial because it changes the game or it changes maybe how you perceive the game so for example for many it might be interesting to discuss fouls or stuff like that. Yeah, this is exactly the point. I've discussed this topic many times with my football friend while we are drinking a coffee or drinking a beer, whether VAR is a good idea, whether this is just slowing down the game too much. So I think the topic cannot be any more timely. Yeah, I think so as well. In the paper, they make the example of Neymar from the last World Cup. And I had a look at the video and really, it was really controversial. So it was Brazil playing against Costa Rica. Neymar was fouled, but then the VAR said, no, that wasn't a penalty. And in the end, it was a controversial decision because I think you could have given the penalty or you could not have done it. But changing the decision here wasn't what many people might have expected the VAR to do. So what the authors here say is, you know what, maybe there's a neo-colonial perspective here. So maybe it's countries that in the past have not performed that good in the World Cup. They uh, now suffer, let's say, not maybe from discrimination, but they're treated worse because of the VAR. I think that's a very interesting perspective. And additionally, I think the VAR is interesting because of the perspective of the referee. The referee is the one in football who's always under pressure. There are so many decisions the referee has to make that might be controversial, like a penalty, offside, and here the VAR can help. And I really like it that the authors discuss the perspective of the referee in the literature section. But basically, the research question is, if the VAR is perceived like a neo-colonial measure, so Carlos, what is the method they're using here to answer this research question? The method they use is also interesting, and we don't find it very often in this type of research. The authors use YouTube to analyze what people say about these VAR situations and how they perceive it. They focus on the 2018 World Cup, and they identify 455 situations 
where the VAR was involved. More specifically, they focus on 30 games where the referees, the on-field referees, had to go and check the monitors to see if the decision was correct or they wanted to change it. Then what the authors do, they collect comments from these videos, which are highlights. And this is something that I like because now sports consumption seems to be leading towards more highlights and less full games. And then they get a large number of comments. They had more than 319,000 comments, which is super impressive. And then they clean all this data and they report some statistics and they focus on the comments that include the word VAR. These are more than 4,000, exactly 4,035 comments. Of course, there are always games that attract more attention than others. So the authors also have this into consideration, uh, depending on the size of the national teams or whatever. And basically, they do two things for the analysis. First, they analyze the tone of these comments, whether it's positive, negative, or hard to tell. And they use a representative sample of all their comments, about 350. And they find that 60% of these comments are negative, 26% of these are neutral, and 14% are positive. So here we see the positive perception of the fans regarding the VAR in this contest is tiny. Then the second step, what they do, they try to identify trendy topics within these comments, right? So they have now, again, the 4,035 comments in several languages that the authors can speak. And they focus or they identify three main topics. The VAR is killing the beautiful game, which some people would agree. We hear this argument often. There's a non-neutrality of technology as a second topic. And the one that they decide to focus on, which is Global North versus Global South. And for me, this is very interesting because it is a topic that we usually don't discuss when we talk about VAR. So I found this approach really interesting. Then they use a critical discussion analysis to identify what was the social order, in this case, the Global North versus the Global South dynamic in football, and how this new implementation of the VAR technology might influence this relationship. Tadeo, do you want to give us some specific examples of this relationship? Yeah, Carlos, thanks. Absolutely. So, as you mentioned, I mean, they focus on the negative aspects of this comment. So, as you say, 60% of all comments were negative, and in a sense, they developed their narrative and their paper over it. So, one interesting point that they say in the early beginning is that the criticism not directly to VAR all the time, but also to FIFA, that is who implemented this new technology. But overall, the feeling that these fans had was that the technology, the VAR, let's say, increase or maximize the injustice on football. So the main topic of their discussion that this global north versus global south, they use some very interesting example because they quote the comments of these fans on YouTube saying, for example, that VAR is going against African countries or VAS has been used in favor of big teams or European teams. So he created this idea of the Eurocentrism that the European teams are having advantage through the use of the VAR and all other peripheral parts 
of the football world is having, let's say, negative consequences from the VAR. And he also comments, for example, that Brazil could be considered as one of the core countries on football, but still the VAR was used against it, as the example that Corner said in the introduction. So it was not only about the football perspective, but also this neo-colonially perspective too. This topic actually has some nice implications, huh? the way organizations communicate, why they do changes and what they expect out of these changes and where they communicate this and to whom is something that we can also learn from this study. Maybe FIFA didn't have the best strategy all over the world to explain what was the expected outcome of the VAR. Or, yeah, I like the implications. No, sure, definitely. I mean, it's very connected in this point that all other terms that emerged is somehow related to this. It's like they figure out some nostalgic feelings, people saying that, well, football now is not like was in 80s or the football now is artificialized. So there is a huge criticism around this technologization of football. I cannot really pronounce this word, I'm sorry. But yeah, and other people saying about there is no drama now because the flow of the football and people are waiting to know the outcome after offside or a goal or a fault. So there is a really criticism, not only focused in the global north and south, but some other elements that they could get through these comments. So in general, it was very interesting because our many points that we are discussing with fans, when you open a television, when you turn on the TV and listen to some reporters talking about football, you get some of these points as well. So it was very interesting to see in the literature people discussing these topics. Before we end here, I have a question for both of you. Do you think it's a good idea to have VAR or not? I think it is a good idea. Altogether, I think it can make the game fairer and yeah reduce the differences between big and small teams or national teams so altogether i think it's a good idea i totally agree with him it's like i do appreciate the fairness that var may provide correcting some normal and natural human mistakes that the referee may have so i see var as a really positive technology i do think that there is a huge room for improvements Let's say the referees have to be more and more trained in order to use it better. But I cannot argue that this is a bad point. I do believe that it's good. And you, Corner? I really think it's important to have a VAR, but I really do not like the way that they use it today. So I think it should be more an option for the referee to choose when to ask the VAR and not from the outside. So I don't like that because then it's always like an update for the referee. And also in other sports, for example, in field hockey, teams have once every half the option to ask for a VAR. And I really like that because then it basically gets the discussions to a minimum. You know, you always have the possibility to ask and that makes life easier for everyone. That's great. Cornell, Tadeo, thank you very much. This is everything for today's podcast. Thank you for listening to the weekly sports piece. Stay tuned 